This is Comic Picks by the Glick. Hey, I'm your host, Jason Glick. And how are you doing today, Jason Glick? Oh, I'm doing just fine. And what exactly do you have on tap for us tonight? Uh, well, it's like I've I've got a bit of catch up um, as far as as far as tonight's podcast is concerned because you know I, I've I've written I've written and talked about um, how how much I like um, Mike Mignola's um, BPRD series. I mean, for for a good long while, it's like it's I actually uh, you know prefer this to for BPRD to help help way proper, but it's also like you know, part of this like whole like Mignolaverse series that he that he's done, he's created you know like at the spring up alongside Hellboy. I mean, you got Hellboy proper, you got BPRD, and and also you've got like other offshoots like you know like Abe Sapien, the Fishman, who who's played a key role in both um, Hellboy Hellboy's main series and it's like and BPRD proper, and also you know it's stuff like like Lobster Lobster Johnson. And um, also, like now, the um, like you know, sled was it um, sled, Sledgehammer Thirty Three? I think that's what that's what it's called. That's it's a World War Two series that um, Mignola's done with John Arcudi. That's coming. I'll be hitting trade paperback in a couple in a couple months. So, but you know, it's he's got like this whole you know, like um, like world and stuff. But that, but even though, like I've really like I said I've I've um, Hellboy has like really for me caught fire in, like in the last uh, you know couple volumes. Um, BPRD has always. It's been the more consistent work, and that's also like you know where um Abe Abe's um has always I uh, you know has um shown his face um, more often more often than not. But up until but up until recently, it's like you know I've I've ne- I've actually neglected to collect um some of the solo um stuff that that um that's been um published um for the for the character just because you know like hey it's, it has been it's supposed to you know I that you necessarily need to um. Read the stuff in order to um, enjoy BPRD, which I think is good. But recent events, um, specifically the introduction of um, of Yosef, um, um, the director of of the Special Science Services at or um, the BPRD's opposite number in Russia, um, over the last several vo- couple of volumes, it's been a step. Uh, you find out that you know, hey, this this guy, this um, this really scarred guy in the suit, used to be a zombie. That um, Abe encountered in one of his previous series, and yes, that was established when way back in Volume Three of um, Hell on Earth, as um, it was um, hit up once again in this most this most recent one, A Cold Day in Hell. So at that point, I realized, okay, enough enough screwing around. It's time to just you know get um, all get Abe's um, um, a, a, the collected editions of Abe's series and just find out what I've been missing here. So that's what I did, and there's been three volumes so far. Um, we've got um, the Drowning, which is a solo miniseries. The Devil Does Not Jest, and other stories, which collects the um, couple two-part miniseries and one one-shot character starred in, and also um, Dark and Terrible and the Renew Races of Man, which is the um, first collection of Abe's new ongoing series. Now, starting from the beginning, the Drowning. Um, it's written by um, by create by by Bignola, and it's illustrated by Jason Alexander. Alexander does um, does gritty, creepy, supernatural stuff really well. It's like, I mean, he's got like a, uh, it's like not, he, he doesn't go in for like for like for like, you know well-defined detail. He's more of a uh, you know like sk- scratchy, sketchy, shadowy stuff. Um, ca- kind of like a um, imagine like Jay Lee with less less definition to his to his style. But it's but it's creepy stuff that works here as. Um, we found out this is, that this is Abe that the Drowning Chronicles Abe's first solo mission for the BPRD. Um, he's essentially um, gone to a, gone to investigate gone with a couple of agents to investigate the wreck 
um, this one, this old warlock named Epi, like um, Epke Vorman, and apparently that um, Vorman was um, like stabbed in the chest by none other than um, by none other than the see than the Witchfinder himself. Uh, good God, what was his name? Oh, Ed uh, Edward Gray. It's like, and um, and he was. And so, um, and um, but but he stabbed him using this um this special dagger. Now the BPRD wants has that they found um evidence of how of where of where um um Gray um took took out Vorman. They want to get go and get this dagger back. Well, so they go to this um French island of Saint Sebastian, which back in 1600s was the site of a um of a, of a flaming priest's ghost who gave a sermon on being better to your lesser man, to your to your fellow man, and um. And life has continued there, you know, relatively uninterrupted for the most part, um, for a couple for several hundred years af- afterwards. You know, excluding the leper colony and slaving trade that sprung up around it in certain certain eras. But you know, it's like Abe. So Abe goes there. They um, explore the wreck, and wouldn't you know it? It's like they unleash a, an evil supernatural force that threatens to doom. It's like every, it's like everyone everyone on the island. It's like and. See, and unleashed like this um, great evil upon the world. So now, Abe, it's like Abe, not quite as trained as professional as we knew, as we know him in the series proper. It's up to him to just you know take, take things, like, um, like settle everything on his on his own terms. So, as far as you know, as far as things though, the drowning, it's you know if you like um like what you, what Magnolia does in Hellboy and BPRD, this is just this is pretty much more of the same. I mean it's. Not, I mean, it's like it's not dramatically different. I mean, yeah, you've you've got the whole like you know the supernatural menace. It's like the um, it's like the re- like the, the uh, not really reluctant here, but the hero who like you know who wades in against even when the odds are completely against him. And um, it's it's like and um and it's and it's like um creative supernatural threat. So it's so it's really it's fairly business as usual. And like I liked, but I did like the fact that it does offer some. That some some insight into um, you know it does offer some hints as to you know Abe Abe's origin which that um, the demon that um, vision he sees when he goes into the church was as uh, a reminiscence of what he saw you know when he became you know Abe Abe sapien and all and also the um, the dagger itself well you know that's popped up in in BPRD proper and I and I know and I know okay you know so that's where that came from that's that's nice to know so that's so I mean the drowning, it's so I mean it's like it's kinda like it's like five returns BPRD comfort food. I mean if you're if you're like if you find yourself if you haven't bought it already, I mean you if you're reading this like if you're into um Mignola, I'm I realize I'm like the weird exception here in the sense that I've bought so much BPRD and Hellboy stuff and I haven't bought Abe yet. But if you're but if you're like me, then you know, and you're just kinda of thinking and just waiting for something to like, you know, fill the void between um releases of of the next Next volume of BPRD or Hellboy, then yeah, it's like the drowning is is a nice it's like it's a nice read. Doesn't feel it's not essential, but it's satisfying enough, and you'll find like an, some interesting little like you know continuity bits here and there. Now, the devil does not jest in other stories. That this is actually this is actually more fun because we got because we got a couple stories and they've got more much more direct um a much more direct impact on hell. It's like on the continuity of 
of the series. I mean, the opening story, the drowned boy, the, the haunted boy, is um, like isn't one of those. It's basically, Abe um, investigating a uh, like a haunting, hunting in a lake where um, two kids drowned um, a couple months back, and um, while one of the boys survived, they're thinking that the other that the haunting is from the other boy who didn't. Well, so Abe has to Abe is sent to investigate, and um, well, you know things. It's like things actually don't don't go as straightforward as it's like I see or hear you would expect. So it was, so it was a nice, so it's a nice, um, straightforward bit of haunt, a supernatural haunting business. It's like and it was fun. But the real treasure in this volume is, see, is the abyssal plane because this is the story where Yosef um shows up, and as, when we first meet him, he's trapped in a um, in a Russian sub that has sunk to the bottom of the sea, and he's writing his lat, and he's writing the last um words he will ever that he thinks he will ever write to his, to the wife he left behind in Russia. And, um, and even though we see him like, you know, making peace with, with, and I'm being visited by a spectral mermaid version of his wife before he dies. Um, back in 1980, later on in 1984, um, Abe and another member of the BPRD, um, um, Sal show up, show up on this, um, creaky, on this, Creaky freighter, you know, like trying investigating the uh, mystical artifact that Yosef was was transporting. Now, it's worth mentioning that even though I'm like giving focusing specifically on Yosef for this, he's actually not. It's like he, as as you know him in the BPRD series, um, doesn't actually play a big part here. I mean, in fact, um, like he's just he's just kind of like, you know portrayed as as just you know like a, like a Russian grunt for the most part. Um, one who just had the bad luck to be drafted for this mission um, by Varvara, the um, vamp- it's like the supernatural little vampire girl from from the main series, and he's um, and so and so when Abe goes down to get the uh, like get the artifact that he's guarding, uh, Yosef, um, you know, like consumed by um, by by duty that is um, that is lashes beyond death, you know, comes back up to track it down. So it's. So when it's like, it, even though it's like it's um, you know set up for being like a high action series, you know, like uh, it's actually more of a uh, like a like a thoughtful supernatural piece in the sense that you know it's it's actually like at odds with uh, most of the zombie stories you you'd expect um, from this. You, you've you've read in the sense that you know like a lot of the, all the violence here is actually um, you know counterproductive and actually doesn't and doesn't solve anything. I mean, they're all actually there are some funny bits here. As the um, it's like, as the um, ship's captain, um, when he's when um, Yosef is like you know walking over trying to get to the uh, supernatural artifact, the um, captain goes, "I didn't disturb you to rest. It was the fish man. Get him." You know, fun like nice self-aware bits like this. I like, it's like I like that, and I also and I like the um the conclusion they come they come to at the end, which which event which essentially you know goes to set up the uh, his role in BPRD. I mean. When you see him in BPRD, he's a lot, lot different um, than um, than you see him here. To, basically, to the point where you know you get the feeling that uh, Mignola and um, his co-writer on, on BPRD, John Arcudi, basically figured, hey, you know, wouldn't it be cool if we brought that Russian zombie back and just made him head of their their um their um supernatural sciences division? That would be awesome. Of course, they had to make some changes to him, which they kind of just you know, you know hand waved away. But you know, it's like. I got no problem with it here. I mean, the, the base story he showed up when showed up in is is good fun, and I like the fact that you know he 
seeing here. See, I like the fact that, you know, he actually went on to bigger and better things than just, you know, guarding a helmet at the bottom of the sea. Plus, um, reading this here, you'll understand why um, he was, why he's, you know, lording it over Vivara um, in, it's like, it's like a, like in, B, in BPRD, which I've got, actually got no problem with after seeing what she did to him here. Now, the last story is um, The Devil Does Not Jest. And it's it's a nice, straightforward bit of a BPR, BPR supernatural fluff in the sense that, you know, like Abe, um, you know, gets gets a hint about this one um, researcher who was um, big into demonology, um, who disappeared back in the 30s, and then um, his... Excuse me. His um, grandson, um, you know, um, show, shows up one day with information about where he is. Um, Abe goes out to Maine to find him, and well, you know, he winds up, you know, almost in over his head again. But as um, as the remnants of the uh, say of the guys, um, you know, um, efforts into building a bridge between our world and hell, you know, are still haunting the the house itself. You know, it's like it's. Like I said, it's not. It's something uh, dramatically different than what you've seen before in, it's like, it's like in, in Hellboy and BPRD, but it's but it's well executed for what it is, and it's got some great art from James Heron. Heron um, um, has since gone on to work, do um, additional stories for BPRD and um, Brian Wood's run on Conan, and the guy's really good at drawing um, huge misshapen hunks of flesh, um, trying to kill. It's like trying to kill the protagonist of your series, so it's. So that so that was cool, and it's also it's got a nice, it's like a nice ending as as Abe, um, shows that he's that he's not only as bad as hell badass as Hellboy, and Hellboy offers his, offers his own approval at the end too. So that was that was cool. So of of the three here, I really I can I think that um, Devil Does Not Jest and other stories, is the um, it's like is the best of the three volumes, featuring the character so far, which, is. I'll admit it's not the best endorsement for his his ongoing series, but you know it's like I reading um dark and terrible and new Ra- and the new race of man. I was not um like I was not particularly um you know it's like blown away by it. I was it felt like you know it's like it's basically imagine like it's basically like you pick mix up with um with Abe um on like um. I'm leaving the BPRD behind behind in the wake of um, hell in the in the wake of um, uh, the return of the master after the giant earth earthquake that that unleashed all new an all new set of horrors upon upon the earth and um his and his place in the in, in the world and in the organization specifically um, not being what it, what it once was so now he's you're just he, like after being urged on by Panya the um the revived mummy. Who works with being parody and since that you know he's like Jessam, do, do you want to be a monster who shoots other monsters, or do you want to find out your new your role in this new world? Because it's basically stated that you know Abe is basically the the, the form that this that the new um, race of man is going to take once all this um, like end of the world shit and um, BPRD um, finally comes comes to a head. But you know, is this you know what what Abe wants? Well, even he's not sure about that, and so. The, what we get here is kind of um, the fugitive um, by way of H.P. Lovecraft. In the sense that it starts off with Abe on the run from BPRD, um, just re- not not re- um, not not wanting to be found by them, just trying to figure out just you know what what exactly am I? 
because it's basically hint, hinted that, you know, if, like, um, if he doesn't know, then the BPRD are going to find out, and their way involves um, scalpels and microscopes. So his, his, um, so his, his um, route takes him to a, uh, to a small, to a small town in Colorado where um, a priest recognizes him as, you know, oh, he's an angel. It's like the, her- the harbinger, harbinger of this new world and no one has to be afraid now because he's here. And um, his congregation doesn't take um, kindly to that. But when they try to hang him, something else happens. And it's a good thing that, that Abe's, that not only Abe is there, but that the BPRD were following him in order to, um, you know, you know, clean up the mess after, Afterwards, and yes, there is lots of mess there. The um, then you've got the, the see the back half of the volume, which basically involves you know Abe going out to the Salton Sea to find out what what was up with the monster that that showed up there in the it's like in the series, and hoping to get some some information there. But no, he so he just encounters some people who are just lost and confused as they are, and they just lat, wind up latching on to him as kind of like you know, hey, a sign that you know, hey, there's a reason. Like all oh, this is happening for a reason, and that you know the strange fish man is whole is, is part of the, like is part of the um, the great scheme of things right right now. It, both stories are kind of are all right, but it doesn't. But really, it's like it, they don't really like you know have the intensity or or the like the, or the compellingness that of of that a real ongoing series needs to survive. I mean, I've I've seen the sales numbers for the series so far, and I'm not sure if this if Abe's solo title is long for this world. In fact, it a lot of the stuff here when I read in this first one feels like it would have read better if um he had uh, if they had just done this you know in as you know side issues to BPRD you know just whenever they hey whenever they needed like you know like a filler issue hey just hey just go back and check up on, on what Abe is doing you know just just following him as like a nice as a nice ongoing subplot for the for the ongoing BPRD um epic. And um, you know, it's like I, I'm probably I'm probably going to be um keep keep reading it because you know I am you know invested in that BPRD epic, but at the same time, you know, it's like I read um Dark and Terrible Terrible in the New Race of Man, and just can't help but think that you know it probably would have been better served if it had just been um if the stories here just been you know better set up as a subplot within the within the main title, which you know if, if sales keep going the way they are. We may get to that point, it's like eventually. So that's not necessarily a bad thing. So overall, it's like you know, Abe, like Abe's solo titles, um, so far have been, um, you know, not the the uh, not mind-blowingly good as the uh, as as what what he's spawned from, but they're full of like little continuity bits that you know will will enhance your your enjoyment of of BPRD um, right proper if you're it's like you've been reading it. I mean. On one hand, yeah, it's like on one hand, really like that I should have been picking these up, but at the same time, I don't know. It's like I don't feel, you know, that you know put out by not, it's like by not reading, by not not having read them until now, and um, you know, save for um, like, you know, the insight onto Yosef, um, you were not missing a whole heck of a lot by by skipping them. To be per- perfectly honest, I mean. Yeah, I've pretty much told you all you need to know. So if you really, so if you weren't, if you were, if you were on the fence about buying them, then yeah, everything I've told you here is kind of like all you need to know so far about about things. So maybe that um, the ongoing series will go into more compelling territory, but you know, we'll we'll see. For now, 
Abe, Abe is okay, and um, I, I think that, you know, may, there, there might be potential here, but I don't know. It's like I'm still, I'm still more, more invested in seeing where Hellboy and BPRD go themselves. Okay, John. So, any, any particular thoughts on these ramblings? Well, it's just interesting, the addition to that universe. And, um, you know, I guess you have to be a real, like, blind fan. I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe just a regular fan of the series to really enjoy it. I don't know. Maybe not. I am <laughs> not. I'm not. I'm not one of the fans. I can't say that I'm one of the fans I've enjoyed what I've seen and read. But, you know. Um, hey. Interesting review, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right. all right. Well, so you know that's that's much all we had for you tonight. And mm-hmm. also, uh, next time though, it's like I'm pretty sure that by the time it's like by, about a week after this goes up, my copy of um the of Marvel's um Infinity um crossover um will have arrived at my so like will have arrived at my home. And so in so in two weeks, you can expect to hear my thoughts on Marvel's latest um like crossover epic which i am thoroughly looking forward to because it's a crossover epic with all of its major tie-in issues written by one man jonathan hickman which you know hey hopefully you know it'll like serve as an idea like yo hey maybe all these things should be written by one guy from from front to back here so but hey i won't be able to tell you can't tell you now because hey it hasn't arrived yet well, you'll just have to come back out, come back in two weeks to find out how that how that turns out. And until then, we'll talk to you later on Comic Picks by the Glick. That's right. Later, all. Bye. Bye. Well.